Hello and welcome everyone. This is Frida from Archering Tinnitus, archeringtinnitus.com, your online tinnitus coaching platform for you to be able to live a better life despite the annoyingness of tinnitus. And today I've got a very special episode coming up for you since uh, on the 3rd of March, it was World Hearing Day. And today I wanna talk about uh, tinnitus and hearing aids and how hearing aids can help you get better and relief from your tinnitus and whether hearing aids will be able to give you relief from your tinnitus um, and all of that right now. But let's get uh, down with the intro and uh, then on with the episode. All right, enjoy. Hello and welcome to the Outering Tinnitus podcast. This is Frida and I'm your host. This podcast is all about the tinnitus science and what you can do to live a better life despite the ringing. So every year on the 1st of March, it's um, International and Worldwide Hearing Day, uh, which is uh, quite interesting because it's a day where the World Health Organization, the WHO, um, releases the new key statistics and features and reports and stuff like that on um, hearing issues. Uh, This year, they estimated that um, one in five people have some form of hearing loss and one in four are experiencing some um, degree of tinnitus or noise uh, in their ears. Um, And by 2050, one in four people will have a a definite hearing problem. That means that around 2.5 billion people around the world will face some kind of hearing loss, which um, is then in turn often also linked to other diseases such as dementia, depression, and other really like ah, annoying and not so nice uh, health conditions. So uh, as it is my job here on OutringTinnitus.com to deconstruct um, uh, tinnitus and to coach people with tinnitus on how to live a better life despite tinnitus and how to um, uh, yeah, deal with the, the symptoms or the annoyingness of tinnitus in, the, in everyday life. Um, I thought today we connected a bit more to um, hearing loss because hearing loss is also still the number one cause of tinnitus. Um, and how do you treat hearing loss? Yes. Well, how do you treat forms of hearing loss? Yeah, you give a hearing aid to the people who really already have a significant hearing loss, which is uh, either uh, causing their tinnitus or actually aggravating the um, the uh, situation in as in they cannot hear uh, well enough anymore therefore the tinnitus is uh, very much in the foreground and can't properly be tuned out anymore so uh, let's uh, get into uh, that topic so i'll briefly share my own personal story with uh, hearing aids here right now before i basically tell you who can benefit from hearing aids and when is it actually um, makes sense to go to an ENT and ask him to um, uh, check on whether you should get a hearing aid or not. And then also I recommend um, some price models and tell you a bit what to do when you go to the audiologist in order to see and go for that hearing aid. All right, guys, then let's jump straight into it. Um, Yeah, I've had a hearing aid for um, over seven years now. Um, And when I started wearing the hearing aid, I was about 23, 24 years old. Um, I had had tinnitus already for a few years. 
however, I thought that I was fine enough. And some of you might know the story that I was born deaf on one ear and I've had that uh, tinnitus uh, on the on the good ear, so to say, uh, for um, over over 10 years already. So at the start I had tinnitus, but I didn't have a hearing aid. Um, and uh, once the tinnitus got a bit worse, at some point I went to my ENT and the ENT said, you know what, actually, I think you could really benefit from uh, wearing a hearing aid because it will help you to uh, uh, to reduce or drown out the tinnitus if there is sound. And on the other hand, it will definitely enable you to hear more and uh, make everyday life just much more easy for you. Um, it was a it was a tough and difficult decision for me to be very honest because I still had that stigma in my in, stuck in my head that hearing aids would be for grandpas and and I would be like ah oh, you know what I I don't know if I really want to wear this hearing aid now it's like ah oh, no man like I'm gonna be sitting in class here in university and I'm gonna be the only one wearing a hearing aid and ah this is so weird man and people are gonna ask me like what is this thing you're wearing and I've had had that thing before that they say like oh you shouldn't shouldn't listen to music in class but I mean obviously it's a hearing aid but over the years my my focus shifted a bit and I thought you know what you know how many of these people here in class are wearing uh, glasses yeah, probably like 70, 70%, 60%, 70% of them are wearing glasses because they're always looking at the books and uh, they're getting, uh, they're getting short, sight, uh, short sighted and, and having trouble with their eyes. Yeah, so if they do have trouble with their eyes, they're put on glasses. They wouldn't walk around half blind and, and not being able to see most of the things. First of all, it's dangerous. Second of all, it's very, very difficult to focus your brain extensively on what's around you when, uh, when you can't see properly. So that's why you wear glasses. And in the same way, I, I sort of like, I mean, that took me some time eh? at the start. Don't get me wrong. The benefit of wearing the hearing aid was just so much greater. And I could just understand people so much better, especially like in a, in a, in a class, in a quiet classroom. And you know, like my, my hearing loss was, or still is very much high pitch first and foremost. And uh, especially when like girls uh, or, or young women would talk very quietly in the classroom, they would like even be whispering almost because they, ah, I don't know, maybe they were afraid that they would say something wrong or something like that. So they would speak super quietly. And especially with that paired with the fact that like, you know, women usually have much more uh, higher pitched voices, I would really struggle to understand them. And that hearing aid gave me such a boost that I had to, that I was able to lower my concentration so much that it was so much easier afterwards to sit in class and, and listen to the people with the hearing aid in. I was very grateful for it. And then I was like, I ditched that I, I, I ditched that stigma of saying like, you know, I, I don't want to wear this grandpa kind of thingy, but I, I, I just don't care anymore because the benefit is just so, so much. And it's, it's just allowing me to go back to a normal, uh, a normal behavior in the classroom. Um, so the hearing aids have, or the hearing aid, because I'm only wearing one, the other ear doesn't, uh, doesn't, doesn't need a hearing aid that's completely deaf. Um, the, the, the hearing aid is something that can really improve your quality of life, but it's not for everyone. So unfortunately, um, fortunately and for unfortunately, it's it's not for everyone. And why is that? Um, because for a hearing aid to uh, properly work in uh, helping you with masking your tinnitus, um, you need uh, two different things. The one thing that you need is you need a hearing loss that's significant enough for you to... Um, 
benefit from the um, uh, sound enhancement um, of the hearing aid or um, uh, actually that the hearing aid you know works like a little microphone on the back and then with a little speaker inside the ear and what they do is like just like literally like a speaker they pick up they pick up sound from a microphone and then they put it in your ear louder in the frequencies that you can't hear so good anymore and that way you basically overcome the hearing loss and in that way you also often um, hear better again where your tinnitus frequency is masking your tinnitus further and then you have less tinnitus uh, related distress so this is the first thing the first thing is you need a proper you pro proper indication how do you how do you do with that um, you go to your ENT you see your ENT and your ENT will know what kind of hearing test to perform in order to know um, uh, what kind of hearing aid is actually very beneficial for you um, there is obviously also noiser hearing aids. So no noiser hearing aids, they just uh, they don't enhance the sound or they don't enrich or make the sound louder in your ears so for you to perceive more. They're basically just playing sounds all the time so you don't concentrate on your tinnitus but on the sounds. But for that, to be very honest with you, you could also just wear simple headphones, low-key Apple earpods that don't block out your ear too much, something like that, uh, open, open kind of headphones that um, uh, that allow you to 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 uh, also mask out the tinnitus um, and for that you don't need to pay thousands of dollars um no so that uh, that is the indication so you go to your ENT and you ask your ENT hey um do you think that my hearing loss is significant enough that I could benefit from a, a hearing aid because in turn the people who do suffer from um, uh, hearing loss but the hearing loss is not significant enough in order to benefit from a, a hearing aid and there the science is unclear we do not know that people have um, such a small amount of hearing loss that that generates tinnitus already or whether it's inflammation stress-based tinnitus in the brain and the brain just reacts with the sound so this is things that are still uh, relatively unclear in science because um, we do not know because when we are born we are born with about 15,000 of these hair cells and only 5,000 or something of them work um, and uh, as soon as we get older and we have more sound exposure some of these hair, hair cells die in the inner ear and the more of them die um, especially in the ones that uh, are, are sensitive for uh, the high pitch sounds they tend to die sooner by loud, by a loud, loud noise exposure and then uh, you benefit from a hearing aid but however you can already have a hearing loss that means some of these hair cells are already not working correctly anymore but it doesn't show up in the audiogram so actually your hearing is still perfectly fine but you already do have a hearing loss and that's the case for most people if you're not 10 10 years old and have perfect hearing anymore then we have some kind of hearing loss but the hearing loss is actually subclinical and the hearing loss is actually not relevant for you um, should not be affecting you in your daily life but it can actually generate the tinnitus so these two forms exist um, as I said, go to your ENT. If you haven't done so, it's always very important. If you do suffer from tinnitus and you haven't seen a doctor yet, that's always uh, recommendable and you should always uh, go and do that. Um, and if you have no idea on how to how to get that done or or how to advance or whether to you, you qualify to uh, go to an ENT, what you should ask them, you can always uh, come to me and ask me. Um, that's cool. Um, yeah, and then you go to your ENT and the ENT will give you, um, depending on where you live in Europe, you get a prescription for a hearing aid. If you do need the hearing aid, if the ENT determines that you qualify for a hearing aid because your hearing is sufficiently bad, so to say. <laughs> 
And uh, uh, in other countries, I'm not quite sure how it is in the US, but in the US, um, he will just t tell you probably, okay, you do qualify for a hearing aid and then you get a prescription and some of the insurances will cover different types of hearing aids, but most of them will not cover the ones that have all the amazing functionality. And this brings me to your uh, next point, basically. Um, uh, uh, the hearing aids can uh, vary in price range greatly and you can definitely spend uh, per side uh, over $2,000 or euros um, uh, to have different functionalities such as Bluetooth and uh, calling. And uh, I recently got a new hearing aid last year and I'm very, very happy with it because I had the other one for seven years. And this one now allows me to listen to podcasts at night or uh, take phone calls during the day. So so I do, I do have this kind of gadget and I love the fact that this turns a weakness of mine into a strength. Um, I must say that, but to be very honest with you, if uh, that hadn't been the hearing aid that I also most liked from the sound quality wise, because you definitely will have to try a few, um, because it's very important that you like the sound that's coming off the hearing aid. Some of them sound very unnatural. Some of them sounds like the sound comes from a tin can or something like that. So it's very important that you go to the audiologist and you ask them for which model could be good for you. And then you try out different models also in different price ranges. I think that's very, very, very important for you to determine um, which one you actually need. Uh, I bought the expensive one, not because of Bluetooth and all these other functionalities. I bought the expensive one because it was simply amazing when I put that one in my ear and I realized like, wow, that sound sounds so natural and this is exactly what I've always needed. And uh, this, is, this is like not even realizing you have a hearing aid in, inside your ear. But um, yeah, that, 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 that's, the, that's, that's a very, very important point that you do try that out. Um, another thing that I forgot earlier on um, uh, is expectation management. Um, uh, the hearing aid itself will obviously help you to master tinnitus in the occasions that there is sound around. So, um, of course, when you have a Bluetooth hearing aid at night, um, uh, you can play a sound when you try to fall asleep, but you should obviously not sleep with your hearing aid, otherwise it can break. Um, uh, but it's, it's, it's tricky, right? So the, the hearing aid will only amplify sound when sound is present. Um, in that sense, it will also only help you with masking your tinnitus, so the tinnitus is a bit more in the background, as, as long as there is an external sound, um, sound, uh, yeah, emitting uh, something out, out, out there, yeah. Um, and and when you when you're there at night, obviously the hearing aid can't help you either, um, unless you have some kind of sound machine or you let something play on your, on your on your phone beside the bed or something like that. Um, obviously, the hearing aid can't can't uh, uh, help you there. Um, yeah, and then another thing that I would like to tell you when you do go into the negotiations with the um, uh, audiologist is that there's always room for discounts. Um, they uh, operate on uh, quite nice um, uh, revenue models and uh, hearing aids are uh, not the most expensive technology in the world, but they get developed and there's a lot of money in research and development. And of course, the technology gets better and better and the frequency bands that you can use uh, get better and better. So uh, overall, you get better technology at higher prices. Um, but uh, the device itself will in the manufacturing be 
probably uh, not super expensive. So you always have room for, uh, let's say, negotiating between 10 and 30% off of the original price of the hearing aid in store. Um, Maybe some audiologists will contact me now and say like, oh, this is impossible because we also do our work here and we need our share. Um, And yes, and I know that, but there's always room for um, a margin, especially in the higher priced models, because they will want you to to go with that model and they will be happy. um, And afterwards they're able to serve you and to um, administer your hearing aid for the next uh, few years that you are using it. Uh, They will give you the the service um, cards and they will uh, have your hearing aid checked every six months to a year. So to make sure that your hearing loss is not further progressed and that your hearing aid settings are still correct and uh, properly set for you individually. Yeah, so um, I wanted to make this brief episode and tell you guys um, a bit more about uh, hearing aids in general and how they can work and help you with your uh, tinnitus individually. But as I said, and here in a quick summary again, the the biggest uh, steps are going to your ENT, seeing whether you actually do have a hearing loss that warrants the use of a hearing aid to uh, maybe get better with your tinnitus. And then the next step would be going to an audiologist or different audiologist if you have the chance to, and then the possibility to just try on and try out different hearing aids and see which one you like best uh, sound quality wise and think about it as something like glasses for your ears. I mean, people who do need glasses, they wear them all the time. People who do need hearing aids, they yeah, (laughs) need them all the time as well because really you isolate yourself and it's so difficult to understand other people if you don't have the opportunity to hear like everyone else. Um, Yeah, just don't put that burden on yourself. Uh, Go get a hearing aid if if you need one. And (laughs) if you have any questions around this topic, um, you can always send me an email to frida at outdrinktinnitus.com. My website is outdrinktinnitus.com. You can uh, get a free tinnitus FAQ frequently asked questions PDF there. Um, this is uh, something that I like because I can share it with people and there's a quick bullet points in there, uh, everything you need to know around tinnitus. Um, you can also get a 15 minutes free consultation with me um, while I'll be telling you uh, what you can do, um, three individual uh, and quick steps that you can do in order to get better with your tinnitus. So uh, check that out as well. Uh, also on my website, archingtinnitus.com. Um, in the end, I wanted to ask you uh, if you have any other questions about the hearing aids, uh, contact me. Um, what other topics would you like me to cover on this podcast soon? Uh, you can also let me know that. And uh, yeah, I I hope you enjoyed this episode. I I hope you all had a great 3rd of March. My 3rd of March was great. I haven't been releasing this episode on the 3rd of March because it is also my my wife's birthday. So this is coming out a couple of days afterwards, but I think this is a very, very important topic and there should be a a year round coverage of this topic to uh, not have it forgotten. And um, yes, so I wish you all the best. Um, uh, good luck with your ears and your hearing and for all questions Frida at outdrinktinnitus.com goodbye thank you very much for listening to the Outring Tinnitus podcast I am looking forward to also welcome you on my website at outringtinnitus.com or if you have any questions please mail to Frida at outringtinnitus.com see you next time 